presents Awakened Spirits of the Walls and Beyond. Although whiskey, gin and vodka would be the most popular choice of spirit in a bar, it would seem that for one licensed premises in Derry, there is more to the word spirit than just alcohol. The Castle Bar is located on Waterloo Street, just halfway up and is built next to the old archway of Castlegate, one of seven that are all part of the Derry Walls. It is unknown exactly how old the bar is, but it is safe to say that it has seen its fair share of events over the last 100 years, if not more. For a few, there have been many ghostly experiences over the years, from both punters and bar staff alike. For one young man, he recalls how, as a child, he has heard the stories and also shared one or two spooky encounters himself. As a child, the daily routine after he was collected at school by his father was to head down the town for the remainder of the afternoon. Whether it was to get the groceries or grab a hot dog from the kiosk opposite the Monaco bar. A trip to the castle was pretty much inevitable. It was never the first port of call or that my dad was some sort of boozed field maniac who couldn't wait to get to the pub. He wasn't. He just liked a few pints in the early evening before we would head home. Back then, the castle was a small pokey room with a bar running down the right hand side towards a set of stairs, which led to a more private layout known as the siege room. This was for customers who preferred to have a quiet pint away from the hustle and bustle of the regulars. The usual suspects would line the stools from one end of the bar to the other, the stale smell of cigarette smoke constantly lingering. I used to make a game of it, the man recalls, blowing the line of tobacco smoke that just hung in the middle of the room like a wispy cloud. It was a wonder anyone could see each other back then, it was that thick at times. I would be told to sit at one of the tables and do my homework, or whatever it was I did. Draw pictures, play with the latest toy I'd been bought from the pawn shop down the street. For the most part, I was fine and happy as Larry, until I had to go to the toilet. The men's toilets are down another set of steps, just below the siege room and into the left. At that time, there was a long metal urinal that ran the length of the right side of the room and a small cubicle in the corner on the left. Chances are that today it remains the same. The urinal itself was against the dairy walls, so the place was always riddled with spiders and all sorts of creepy crawlies. But more so than that was the cold. It was always so cold, despite the fact that not a lot of goings-on occurred in the downstairs bar. The man remembers that feeling of cold very well. It wasn't like the kind of cold where you walk outside on a December night, he said. This was more like every organ and bone in your body had turned to ice. As well as that, he remembers vividly the feeling that someone else was there all the time in that part of the bar. A constant lingering presence. On the next floor above this part of the bar and the siege room was a function room that was used for private parties, gigs and weekly functions. As you enter the room, to the left down a few steps is the main seating area with the bar in the corner. To the right, you would find another seating area with the toilets to the left at the back. It is here and in the top room itself, although that is not open to the public, that most of the activity has occurred. 
Over the years, numerous bar staff have reported strange happenings, particularly in the upstairs part of the building. One member of staff recalls his chilling experience where one evening he had to go to the top room to get stuck. As he was about to head back downstairs, the temperature all of a sudden dropped to an overwhelming icy cold. Not thinking much of it, and putting it down to a simple draft coming from somewhere. He began to make his way back down to his customers, when from behind him, he heard a woman's voice say, Hello? He turned around, but no one else was there. Needless to say, he didn't hang about up there any longer. On another occasion, a barmaid was working there during the renovations. She had heard the stories about the ghost on the top floors, so was wary when it came to having to go up there. Of course, going up there would eventually be inevitable. As the guard was putting some stock away, she felt a sudden shudder run through her. She put it down to her overactive imagination when the spectre abruptly appeared at the bottom of the stairs leading up to the storeroom. The girl described the figure as a beautiful young woman with a long white dress and long hair. Although it probably seemed like an eternity, that apparition was only there for a few seconds. The girl said she screamed and it vanished. On one day in particular, the man and his father, along with another regular customer, were sat at the bar in the function room. This was quite out of the ordinary, as they would normally be in the main bar down the stairs. It was around 4pm and there was no one else in the premises, except the barman who had gone to another part of the building. This was normal as my dad and his friend were regulars and could be trusted. I remember sitting at one end of the bar closest to the door playing with some toy I had just got. All of a sudden someone slapped me with such force across the back of the head. I immediately blamed my dad and when I did, it was quite obvious he didn't know what I was talking about. He laughed nervously and asked me how could he possibly have hit me from where he was sitting. It was then that I realised that he couldn't have done so given the distance he was sat away from me. Absolutely baffled by this incident, the man was at a loss until his father told him that he had probably been hit by Mary. Who's Mary? He thought. On a different day at the height of the summer, the man and his father, along with other members of the family, were sitting in the corner of the room having lunch. It was a hot sunny day outside, a rare event in Derry's unpredictable weather. Suddenly, without any warning, the window behind the man flew open, crashing off the back of the man's head. Although as painful as it was, the man wasn't seriously hurt and the family moved to another part of the room to finish their meal. Everyone put it down to a gust of wind blowing the window open. But even the man's stepmother thought it strange as she commented on the fact there wasn't a single breeze outside. The man often wonders to this day if that was another sign from Mary. The most bizarre occurrence happened to the man's father in the upstairs toilets. His father has since passed away, but he can still remember the story he told him. My dad was at a rock night or some sort of gig. He went to the toilet and was using the urinal against the walls when the brightest, whitest light exploded into the bathroom from the wall in the corner. The next thing, the figure of a young woman materialized then and there. My dad said he remembered not being frightened, but just more in awe of what was happening and began to question how much alcohol he had consumed, but certainly not enough to begin hallucinating. He said he could see the most beautiful woman hovering right there with a long white dress and the longest, 
curliest, most gorgeous hair. The room was so bright as if the sun itself was in there with him. Within a few seconds, although again that probably seemed like an eternity, she vanished. The man's father believed that what, or rather who he had seen, was in fact the spirit of Mary. In 2013, during the Flaquille celebrations in the city, a woman visiting the bar was in the upstairs toilets. When she tried to leave the cubicle, an unseen force held the door tightly in place for almost half an hour, trapping the woman within. She screamed for help, but to no avail. It was only when another customer came in was she able to open the door. It is commonly said of the premises that sometime in either the 18th or 19th century, the building was owned by a sea captain and that the upstairs part of the bar was used as a type of brothel. Whether this was for the sailors that had arrived in the city or for just the regular punters or both, it is unknown. Mary was said to have been a young girl, no older than 20 years of age, with a young child. Some rumours say she was a prostitute and worked there quite often, entertaining guests. Whether there is any truth in this is unknown. It is said that an altercation erupted between her and a customer and she was murdered in cold blood, either from being shot or hit over the head with a blunt instrument. At that time there was a doorway that led directly onto the dairy walls from the back of the premises and it is believed that the perpetrator made good his escape and was never seen again. Allegedly, her body was buried beneath the floorboards of the bar, and the incident was never spoken of again. To this day, Mary's spirit reputedly haunts the castle. No doubt her soul lingers on as her life was so brutally cut short. There have been many other occurrences reported over the years, from objects such as pint glasses being thrown across the bar by an unseen force, lights being switched on and off in empty rooms, to the kettle boiling by itself. Some people have even claimed to have felt breathing on the backs of their necks in all parts of the building, from punters in the bathrooms to staff behind the bar. It would seem that Mary still hasn't found her way from this world to the next, and still restlessly dwells in the pub, possibly searching for her long-lost son or daughter, and no doubt seeking retribution for her untimely demise. So when all is back to normal, and you find yourself passing through Waterloo Street, call into the castle bar for a quiet pint, and absorb the charms and character this old watering hole has to offer. Who knows? Maybe Mary will say hello to you too. Is Mary There was written by Michal McDade. Performed by Aaron McClelland and Lisa McLaughlin. Original music by Colin Norby. Sound design by Brogan Wakeley. Thank you for listening to Awakened Spirits of the Walls and Beyond. <laughs>